First and Goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson is live 1 to 8 p.m. every Sunday throughout the season. The NFL is on. Tune in. Let's expand the conversation. Check in with a good friend of the NFL on TuneIn. Stan, what game analyst for WBAL and the Ravens game day network? He called Baltimore's 26 to 9 loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Stan, as always, we appreciate the time. You win as a team, you lose as a team. But Joe Flacco had another shaky game with a couple interceptions. How do you think he's doing physically coming back from the back injury? Uh, I think he's fine physically. I think that the fact that they're, you know, they have one offensive lineman back from last year and uh, they've gone through so many. It's been amazing how many injuries they've gone through. You can always make excuses, but he missed some throws today. Uh, he's not playing well. Uh, I think he would be the first guy to say that. He's got to play better. Uh, he needs some little uh, help up front. But they have three wide receivers that are, uh, you know, that can give people problems and have speed. Mike Wallace, Broussard Perryman, Jeremy Macklin, and they're just not getting them the ball. And when they're open, they're not hitting him. And when they get, when he does hit them, they, Mike Wallace dropped a long pass today that would have been, you know, a 50, 60-yard gain down the sideline, and he dropped it. And then Broussard Perryman was wide open for a touchdown, and Joe overthrew him. So they are not hitting when they get their opportunities, that's for sure. Stan, Nick Ferguson here. Speaking of that, when I look at that wide receiving core, you're absolutely right. They have some guys like Mike Wallace who could take the top off the defense. And when you sit back and you analyze the offensive woes that they're experiencing thus far, I mean, you know, at first glance, an optic say, well, let's blame Joe Flacco. Is that fair in blaming Joe Flacco? Or now we're saying, well, maybe it's the play caller that's not gelling with the type of talent that the Ravens have on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I think you always got to go up and down that whole list and say, which one is it? Uh, uh, you know, as you know, as anybody that's played knows, that if you can't win in the trenches, it's hard to – I don't care how many skill guys you have on the outside – uh, you're not going to get time to throw the football. And right now, their offensive line is just uh, piecemeal. They're putting it together. They're trying to do the best they can. Uh, Alex Collins has done a good job running the football. He had a 50-yard run, a 23-yard run, uh, but he fumbled the ball. So whatever is going right ends up going wrong for the team right now. The last two – I mean, last week – after the first half, it was 17 first downs for Jacksonville to one for the Ravens. This week, it was 15 first downs for Pittsburgh to three for the Ravens. You can't bury yourself in the first half in this league and expect to ever win football games. And so they got to get out and, uh, and try to get uh, something going in that first half. Stan White from the Ravens Game Day Network is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Stan, how much did the offensive line issues that you've been delineating play into what happened on the ground? Just 15 carries for nearly 82 yards. Uh, yeah, and it was all Alex, Alex Collins. And, uh, you know, like I said, though, uh, John Harbaugh said after the game, you know, he's fumbled twice now in two games that, you know, you can't put up with that. You know, you can't. I mean, he fumbled at the worst moment in this game and gave – Pittsburgh the opportunity to make it a three score game uh, even in the first half so it's it's you you got to hold on to the football he's an explosive player but if you put the ball on the ground it's not going to work the offensive line I'm hoping they're going to get better as time goes on Ronnie Stanley is the only guy they got back from last year and he went down with injury he came back he's okay but you know when he went down everybody was going oh my gosh I mean they have nobody left now uh, luckily, he did come back and play, but uh, 
it's it's very piecemeal. That's the word I used before, and I think that's the word we'll be using for this offensive line. And if they don't get better, then they aren't going to have a they aren't going to have a great year. That's for sure. Stan, early on in this in the season, you know the Ravens defense uh, created a lot of turnovers, and, and granted that was against the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals, who were both in their division, kind of looking reminiscent of a lot of those championship uh, defenses that the, the Ravens have had over the years. But over the last two games, not looking as brilliant as they used to uh, look. Do, do you see that maybe there's there, there's a fall off on the defense because there's a lack of pressure, there's a lack of cohesiveness on that defensive unit? Because I'm not used to seeing this Raven defense play the way they played over the last two weeks. Yeah, it's hard to believe that Brandon Williams, who they you know they paid fifty million dollars to, uh, to stop the run in the middle and create pressure and you know collapse the pocket in the middle is that much of a difference. But it's either that or the competition, one of the two, because they've been they have not been nearly as good the last two games as they were in those first two games. I think they had uh, eight interceptions and uh, you know ten sacks in the first two games, something like that. It, they just have not have not made very many plays the last two games. They got a real fortunate, lucky interception today. But other than that, they didn't do too much uh, on on defense. And part of it, they put no pressure on Ben Roethlisberger. He had all day to sit back there and throw. And that the two issues that were big issues going into the season were the offensive line, and that has been a real disaster because the guys you thought might be playing or even there are hurt. And then will they get any pressure on the passer? All they had was Terrell Suggs and some young guys. They started off pretty fast, but uh, they've, they've hit a, a hump real early. They're getting no pressure on the quarterback. Stan, you mentioned the level of competition heading into this game. There was a lot of national chatter about what's wrong with Le'Veon Bell. Well, he came alive in this one, unfortunately, for the Ravens, given the timing of the matchup. How did he look to you from your broadcast booth? Because the stat line was impressive. Well, yeah, no, he looked good. I mean, he carried the ball a lot. He was only averaging 3.5 yards of carry well into the fourth quarter. And if you can hold him to 3.5 yards of carry, you're pretty good. But then he broke off a few long runs in the fourth quarter and it got it over four yards of carry. But uh, I thought they did a decent job on him, but he's a great player. And, he, you know, even when he catches checkdowns, he gets big yardage. But uh, uh, he ran some counters that bounced outside. He got outside and uh, – He's a dangerous guy, and he made them go today because they they could get some. They got enough yardage out of him, three, four, five yards, and then he'd break a long one. So uh, he looks like he's back in the swing of things. Uh, we were hoping he'd be taking one more game to get back from the, missing all of training camp, but uh, he looked like the old guy today. Stan, you know, uh, two two back to back losses for the Baltimore Ravens, but we've kind of seen these type of things in years past, but. Uh, somehow they've been able to right the ship at the right time. And looking at the fact that uh, both the Bengals and the Browns are, are not really playing good football right now, could we see, and I know it's early, I know it's, it's week four, but uh, could we see the Bengals, I mean, excuse me, the Baltimore Ravens somehow squeak into the playoffs, maybe that n- number six seed maybe? And Because in pass, once they get in, they make a lot of noise. But could could this be one of those years where they kind of squeak in? Well, that's what they're hoping. John Harbaugh mentioned after the uh, game that we've been worse than two and two before and going to the AFC championship game. So, uh, yeah, when they get in the play, nobody wants to see the Ravens in the playoffs. That's for sure. Because I think they're what 10 and 
10 and 6 or something in the playoffs have won more games on the road than anybody. Joe Flacco's won more games on the road as a, as, as a playoff quarterback than anybody in NFL history. So they are a dangerous team when it gets to that point. They just got to get to that point. And it's an uphill battle now. You know, the game in London was so critical. They could have been 3 and 0 coming back and have a, you know, have room to have a, a speed bump and lose to Pittsburgh and now they got to go back out to Oakland on the West Coast and play a game all the way across the country. So it's uphill from here. Do they have the people to do it? Do they have the coach to do it? Yes. Now they just got to go out and do it. Stan, as always, we appreciate the insights. Thanks for giving us a few minutes again today on the NFL on TuneIn. Okay, guys, anytime. I enjoy talking with you guys. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.